Thanks for coming back to the Mystery Stone Podcast. I am your host, CJ, here with my wonderful, amazing co-host. My man, Mike. How are you guys doing today? Hopefully well. <laughs> he said, my man, Mike. Like, he's not Mike. <laughs> yeah. Mystery Stone Mike. Empathetic Mike. Magic Mike? Guys. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. all the old topics. <laughs> I'm not the, like... Create some type of new intro for this. <laughs> He's not wearing a shirt right now. Yeah, we're not sure, but it doesn't matter. It's all about the topic. I said you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> wearing... Well, for the listeners, unfortunately for you guys, I actually am wearing a shirt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Are you kidding about the shirt or being I'm unfortunate? I'm wearing a shirt, but okay. unfortunately for the... <laughs> all right. Um, oh, that's fun. a great intro. We always do good on the intro. Oh, yeah. It's completely in alignment with what we're going to be talking about. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, speaking of what we're going to be talking about, uh, we have a fan-requested episode today. Big shout-out to Paula J for requesting today's episode. She's been extremely active in our Facebook group and reaching out to us and really encouraging us. And uh, that actually means a lot more to us than we really convey. Just that one person coming through and being like, I like what you do. Yeah, and as you guys know, like, I'm always, like, so appreciative of people, even just one person listening or reaching out. Like, I'm a very appreciative person, so anyone suggesting any topics constantly, like, we always take them into account. You know, we have, you know, we have a file of, of the different titles of things that we, we were suggested. Yeah, just very appreciative, so thank you. Thank you, much appreciated. It's actually a really good topic because it's actually something I deal with, and I know CJ deals with it <clears throat> pretty intimately, and there's a lot of things that I would like to share about the whole topic of, of empathy and, uh, an insensitive world or without shutting it out as the viewer had suggested so yeah so like mike said today's uh fan requested topic is surviving as an empath in an insensitive world and there was a secondary part of that the uh, uh hsp aspect that we're also gonna kind of throw in there it's not exactly the same but it, it, it's close enough that we can relate yeah so like it's interesting because like there's a new there's a new uh, title that came out for very sensitive people, and I think it's a I think it's a recent thing um, within the last couple years, maybe in the last decade, and I could be wrong on that. But HSP, as CJ said, stands for highly sensitive person. It makes up about twenty percent of the population according to studies, and I guess there's like a, a a certain part of the brain that allows them to be more sensitive to their surroundings, to emotions, to energies, to, to the thoughts of other people, to like things like that. At the same time, it's not necessarily the same as an empath, whereas empaths absorb and like fully, fully take on the emotions and like feelings of other people. And they're like, their aura is almost like very porous and like it's not really completely filled with boundaries to other people's energies. And like, but at the same time, you could be both. And unfortunately for me, <laughs> or fortunately in other areas, this is kind of a double-edged sword. These two ter- these two terms. Um, I would see myself fitting as both. I mean, I align with HSP and empath, and I knew about these terms for a while, especially empath for a long time. And um, yeah, it's it's definitely extraordinarily hard and overwhelming to to maneuver your being around, at least in Western culture in America. I don't know how it is elsewhere, um, but over here in America, it's like highly competitive, fast paced, and now the inflation, everything's going on, and Everyone's energies is so much more stressed out and, 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 and dense and, and just a lot of toxicity and a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of stress. And as an empath who's already dealing with all that stuff and who's already sensitive to those things, you can, you can feel it all over the place and it's extremely, extremely overwhelming. 
So, I mean, we're going to be going into detail today about maybe how to manage these feelings, how to manage these characteristics. Um, and there's a lot of things I've done throughout time and that I've noted from personal experience that I would like to suggest or at least speak about today for you guys. And hopefully something helps. And for people who do not deal with empathy on this level or who are not sensitive, um, yeah, maybe it's very uh, enlightening for you guys to maybe help understand maybe certain men who may be and, and just people in general, uh, especially men, because in this culture, in Western culture, men are completely deemed weak, um, almost feminine, um, if you're sensitive. Like, it's not really something that's looked up to or even, like, seemingly rewarded by nature <laughs> in a certain sense, or at least as it seems, at least in Western culture. So this is for all you empaths out there, HSPs, who are, are feeling overwhelmed and feeling alone. Um, and you're definitely not because... Um, yeah, like I said, this is something I have dealt with, like 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 an art of war my entire life. <laughs> so we'll dig into that soon. Yeah, I'm a, I'm pretty fortunate in the aspect that like while I do experience the whole empath aspect of things, um, I don't really deal with the HSP part to that extent anymore. Um, yeah, it doesn't really seem like you're um too too sensitive. To a lot of things you definitely have empathy for it's, sure so it's like it's not that i'm not sensitive to things but i really in the last couple years now put a very large focus into gaining a modicum of mastery over my emotional states and taking a moment to realize like where that emotions come like i allow myself to feel those emotions and then I really take a moment to breathe, realize where that emotion is coming from, you know, realize what I'm experiencing, but I don't allow it to overtake me any longer. I, I still struggle occasionally. Um, I have, uh, you know, clinical depression and, uh, you know, a generalized anxiety issue. I want, once in a while, those will get to me. And... Typically, if I just sit down and, like, cry it out, I'm all right, you know? And then the other one that I have a tough time with is uh, once in a while, anger. And, like, I'm not, like, a violent person or, like, you know, or, or someone who, like, really lashes out. Um, but once I've lost my temper, you know, it's gone and I need to be left alone. <laughs> you know? I'm, like, the exact same way, too. Like, yeah, anger's a big deal. And I think it's also, like... Just due to having, and like, I, I, I like the trio. First, I'm a cancer in terms of the zodiac sign. So I'm the cardinal water sign, you know. So you have a lot of quote-unquote feminine characteristics. It's the cardinal water sign. And you're already very sensitive. You're already very intuitive, quote-unquote. I mean, if, if it's real, it's one thing. But it's an interesting archetype that does seem to fit in here. So between the empath aspect, the HSP, and the, the cancer, you know, like, I mean, I... For me, like I, it's not something I can turn off, and it's something I have to regulate within myself and maintain to even function in this world. You know, like um, for CJ, I guess it's a uh, something he can manage a lot easier and stuff like that. And there's other times I can manage it better. It really depends how optimal I am or how optimal you are, um, and and rest in so many areas of life. And we'll get into that. And there's so many things that I've had to do to to kind of um, keep it neutralized or at least relinquish some of the emotions and, and energies and intentions with others, and also. As with CJ, you know, dealing with depression and anxiety and PTSD or all these like labels that are seemingly very common nowadays. Um, when you have those types of things, you know, you're you're 
very they, they kind of go in tandem often or they, they kind of amplify each other so if you're highly sensitive and you're dealing with anxiety or, or insomnia or, or st stress or and you have you in your and you're empathetic as well you know it's 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 much easier to get overwhelmed because you already in a fracture you already have a fractured foundation to some degree you know like if, if you're if, if you're already carrying your own negative emotions and you're already you know are very sensitive to your own internal states and things like that and then you, you get put out into the world and you're around the, the emotional states you know energies um, intentions thoughts of other people who most of the time aren't working on themselves you know they're they're caught up in this this um, collective consciousness of, of society you know then they haven't extracted themselves from that and it's just a very weighed down overwhelmed culture you know with a lot of toxicity and diet and health and exercise and what people put through their minds you know, empaths to pick up on that stuff, you know, highly sensitive people are highly sensitive to those things and it's not really even something you can turn off and it's, it's, it's something I've had a war with my entire life because culture does tell me I'm weak, you know, uh, culture does tell you that you're not, you shouldn't be that way, even growing up, oh, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive, this and that, you hear that from all these different people and, and yeah, I mean, it does, it does wear on you, you know, it's, <clears throat> and it's definitely something that you feel like you have to shelter from a lot of people. When, when, you, when you are dealing with those things or else it seems like the world or the black hole of the world will swallow you whole and suck out all your light you know so it's um it's it's a it's a it's a tight rope to walk especially in culture but um yeah like there's, there's a lot of things to do that you can do to kind of mitigate the effects on you and kind of relinquish those internal states if absorbed from from other people but um it does require a lot of you know like alone time and, and sacrifice and and uh, consciousness about what you're doing and putting into your body, like mentally, spiritually, physically, it's all of it. Yeah, yeah. And going back a little bit to what you said there, I don't know if I would really say that it's like easy for me, more so that I'm used to doing it at this point. Because originally when I, I made the decision that, you know, I was going to begin trying to obtain mastery over the ego which became a very important thing to me. I feel honestly, I feel like mastering your ego should be important to everyone. You know, like that should be something that everyone strives to do. Uh, but it became very important to me at one point where, you know, I was beginning to let my emotions dictate my decisions and my impulses. And I became very impulsive and very, very quick to make decisions and not necessarily good ones. And it was taking me down a path I didn't need to be down. Not necessarily something that's going to land me in jail or put me on the street, but like something that I just, it, it wasn't pertinent to obtaining that, that higher self that I really wanted to achieve, you know? So, you know, kind of like what you said, you know, we're going to be going over a lot of stuff where you begin to gain a mastery of it. And I'm not going to sit here and purport to you that I am an ego master. I'm not. I'll tell you yeah. one thing. I'm, I'm definitely not. And yeah. beware of people who tell you they are. There, are. there are certain buttons you can push, and I will fly off the handle. Yeah, we're all human. It's never you know, stable. It's never fully stable. So yeah, <laughs> even initiates have to work on their inner elements all the time, and, and yeah. not just their full mirror. I'm just nowhere near as bad as I used to be. Where like you could throw some disrespect or some shade my direction, and I would be immediately ready for a confrontation. Nowadays, it's more like. Okay. Yeah, it's you like know. you don't take it as personally. You know, I mean, I don't really react. I, as you much. know, that's not true either for me. I take it personally. I take a lot of yeah. shit personally, yeah. but I actively make the choice to not allow it to 
rule me. You know what I mean? So like I said, like when, when an emotion happens for me in that moment, and it's a very quick thing, right? That emotion happens. I allow myself to feel that emotion. And then I immediately drop into a breath exercise that we're going to talk about. And then I realize, and it's very quick. It's like 15 seconds, just quick, quick, quick. Right. And then I realize, you know, all right, I felt it. I know where it's coming from. I know what caused it. This is how I'm going to behave in response. And it's a very active choice. Um, whereas say like an ego master would just instinctually do it at this point. You know what I mean? Like it would just roll off their shoulders. They don't care. You're like that, that Hollywood Buddhist monk sort of thing where like, you could kick him in the nads or something, and he's just going to look at you and smile. You know, like, it's not, I'm not nowhere near that level, but, like, I'm able to, I'm able to deal with people that I don't necessarily enjoy being around. Um, I'm able to have conversations with people I don't necessarily want to talk to. But it allows me to maintain a pleasant and significantly less stressful environment which in turn allows me to maintain a more level-headed, logical decision-making process throughout my day. And yeah, like I get upset sometimes, things bother me. Once in a while, I lose my temper, you know. And like I'm not saying like I'm out here like slapping anybody or screaming and cursing at anybody. Like beating everyone's ass going down the street. <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But like, I really like, if you'll know like I'm good and angry, and that I, I feel like I'm going to like lo completely lose it and start yelling because I will look at a person and be like, we will have this conversation when I calm down and I'll walk away. At that point, I need to be left alone because right now I'm struggling with, with that emotion. I need to get a handle on it because if we push it any further, there's a chance I'm going to say something I don't really mean, you know, or... Or I won't think something through, and I'll, and it won't make sense when it comes out of my mouth, you know. Or I'll have something in my head that does make sense logically, and I'm, I have a point that I'm trying to make, but I'm so angry that when the words come out, they don't make sense. I'm not constructing sentences in an articulate fashion, you know. So at that point, it's just like, well, I need to go relax. Because if I, if I try to talk about this... It's not going to come out right. There's going to be misunderstandings. It's going to make the problem worse, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know. So that's kind of bleeds into the whole empathic concept where your emotional state is affected by the, the energy and emotional state of the people around you, where their emotional state bleeds into you. So, like, if you're feeling love in a situation and a person, another person is feeling love in a situation, that amplifies the, the feeling. The best feeling of all it time. It is, but it's fucking deadly. It's, it's the best. Dude, it's... <laughs> it's addictive. It's, 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 right it's hyper-addictive because you're getting... You have your normal dose of serotonin, then you feel theirs, and it increases it. Oh, yeah, by, like, tenfold. You it's know. crazy. It's almost, like, it's almost like the Garden of Eden all over again, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you like run into other people who are on the opposite side of the spectrum. Right. And like, and like, say just in the aspect of love, when you are an empath, if you're feeling love for a person, they're feeling love for you or, or the beginnings of the foundational process, it's going to make you fall in love three, four, five times faster than that other person will, or at a rate that that person 
isn't willing to admit it yet. And sometimes, like, if you don't have a control over that, it can make a potentially amazing relationship very awkward quickly. You know, you have to be able to, to feel your feelings and be okay with not talking about them right away. I'm not saying don't ever talk about your feelings. Obviously, talk about your feelings, but there are, there are time and place for that. And empaths sometimes have difficulty in... And I'm speaking from personal experience now. Empaths have a, have a difficulty in in choosing appropriate scenarios to communicate those emotions they're feeling because like again like the love and their love if i'm feeling anger and you're angry now i'm mad mad you know um or if i'm panicking and you start to panic i'm really gonna panic but then at the same time too there's like that polar opposite where like if i'm panicking you're level-headed that calms me down yeah, like the energies of other people and like the thoughts really can affect the empath a lot. Like as, as CJ was talking about, like essentially like you are a lot more in tune with your own emotions too because of it. You, you most likely have a lot more emotional intelligence. You're probably a lot more conscious of yourself and those around you. you like It's just, it's a whole other thing to navigate. Like a lot of people I feel only experience a certain spectrum of the world's emotions or feelings, especially in Western culture and especially if you're a man because it's always repressed and you're always taught like, the only emotion that you can really express as a man is anger and like everything else is just repressed and funneled and transmuted into anger so like a lot of people don't even have the emotional intelligence like who aren't empaths like people who are and don't want to like confront it or don't even know what it is might even transform all these like overwhelming emotions into anger or like consistent anger and so the thing is you have to be like very conscious of yourself and, and most of the time empaths are and so like they're very conscious of other people and it's all about like management and like it's it's unfortunate because like as you have to maintain the body and, and, and the mind and things like that, you know, I feel the empath spirit is subjugated to a lot of um, consistent changes from the external patterns that might affect its own pattern. And like, you have to be very conscious of the state you're in, you know, like, and it's, and I guess this can get into certain things that can kind of mitigate um, the effects of the world on the empath. Um, so essentially, like, everything affects the empath so much more than an ordinary person. Like, they, like we talked about, they just feel, we just feel so deeply, like we feel so deeply. And it's, and like, I, I honestly wish I wasn't an empath. Like I really do. And like, and another, another thing too, um, but at the same time, it has a lot of blessings too. If you're a creative person, you have, you almost have to be a creative person in some area of life to deal with it. And, and another important thing is like, you don't even necessarily have to be born a quote-unquote empath and like we all are we are all hardwired essentially for empathy with through like mirror neurons and things along those lines you know like we, we kind of vicariously like feel or live through other people and, and it's just part of the human experience to be able to, to connect with one another through those mirror neurons in the brain um so like we're already kind of hardwired for it you know but a lot of people kind of repress it and turn it off especially in the comfort crisis of today no one wants to feel uncomfortable everyone's so used to feeling comfortable everyone's so used to feeling special like they're in control you know things along those lines and and um so it's it's just it's just um it's, it's just harder um so for for me i'm always aware of of my internal state like my, my spiritual state how i'm going to feel and and i i do know that depending on how i'm sleeping that night i deal with a lot of sleep issues here and there like how, how i'm sleeping depends on like how how I'm going to be feeling around other people, how much energy I can handle, like how, how much it'll take before I can just crack and break down or just like funnel in on myself or like and at the same time, if you're dealing with insecurities or anxiety and all those things, that, can, that, get, that gets amplified by all the things 
in life too on top of these matters so for me it's like i often i often as cj brought up like breath work is so important too like especially if you're in public and you're around like these energies and like as soon as you walk into a store or a grocery store or the mall you're getting bombarded with this like blast of like infinite and decimal like amounts of like different types of energies and a lot oftentimes they're dense or oppositional or adversarial because a lot of people are living in fear and you can just feel that coming off of everybody god forbid one of them touches you while you're out there <laughs> yeah right yeah exactly and, and these things kind of linger and they, they they can almost linger on a deep internal level like a spiritual level because your 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 aura is almost like porous like it's not fully like it doesn't seem like it's like fully creates a, a solid boundary around you so it's it's just it's just very intense. It can be very intense. You get overwhelmed very fast. A lot of empaths can be introverted because they need their alone time. And it's it's all about management. Like you have to be aware of what you're eating. Like what what are you intaking in all areas? Like how this is gonna also kind of funnel a little bit into our next episode we're gonna do on self development and the path of self development because these kind of go in tandem with each other. And um, a lot of the things I do on the path of self development have helped me drastically with these characteristics being an empath or whatever. Um, and so, like, it's just a, it's, you have to maintain yourself a lot, like a, a, like a lot of the deep internal levels, much more than an ordinary person. So for me, that might look like um, expression, like how how am I am expressing these these heavy emotions that I'm feeling. You know, it could be art, it could be music, it could be it could be writing. Uh, exercise is a huge one. If if an empath is not exercising, or especially is not on trails, or not in nature, or is not not connected to the the natural world, and doesn't extract himself from all the noise of the internet and, and the external world and, and they're not paying attention to what apps they're following and what they're reading and and especially like what what friends they're hanging out with like fr like the people you hang out with are going to influence you like especially the top five people you hang out with are going to influence you more than anybody and you're going to be become a part of them in a sense and you're going to be taking their energies all the time and so it's just it's very important to uh to be be cautious of like the intake of, 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 of external energies, like the, the toxicity of your friends. And being an empath, you're probably going to be tuned in a little bit more to like their intuition, I mean, their intentions, their thoughts, if they're not being genuine with you. So empaths already kind of know who, who's really authentic, you know, who, who, like, who is really authentic, who, like, who is really worthwhile to be around. And oftentimes we're afraid of being alone. Like we're afraid of sacrificing a lot of toxicity in our lives, whether it be like bad habits, whether it be bad eating habits bad habits on like apps we take in social media like it's best to just get rid of all of that and just just focus on productive things like um i don't know if you have anything to add before yeah, I just keep yeah going just on. uh just to touch on like what you're talking about like when you're picking up on those people's energies and stuff the thing that i've noticed going you know through life you can tell when you've been picking up on those energies and you can tell when you've been embodying some of that because you'll start picking up on some of those people's habits uh, you'll find yourself maybe using some of the uh, colloquialisms that they use, um, or maybe some of their body language. You know, if they have certain things they do with their hands, or they might make certain faces, or take certain tones or accents, depending on their mood, you'll find yourself mimicking that unintentionally. Um, some people call it code switching, which I feel like is a... A, a misconception of what code switching actually because code switching is an active thing people use it's like a defensive thing uh so people can blend uh, i know that i can code switch i'm very very good at it uh, it makes it so that i can blend into a group without becoming the target of the group bully um i learned to code switch because of how heavily i was bullied but like 
if I'm around certain individuals often enough, I'll begin unintentionally mimicking some of the things they do using some of the phrases. So say like for an example, my girlfriend says, oh goodness, all the time. I'll say that once in a while. Or gosh darn it. That's one of her favorites. And I'll say that once in a while. And typically I would just cuss. You know. Definitely a good alternative. It's a good influence. Right, right. But just because of picking up on her energy as often as I do, I actually embodied some of her mannerisms. Uh, and that's a way you can identify when you're really beginning to pick up on that energy. And it's a good way to really begin that contemplation of whether that energy is something you need to be around. Yeah, which is a really great point to, to pick up on because another thing is like it's really, really important as an empath to learn to understand who you really are. Like, like you have to learn to get in touch with yourself and like become as secure as you can with yourself. And that usually entails like spending a lot of time alone, extracting yourself from external influences, even journaling, writing down how you're feeling, you know, knowing who you truly are so that you understand the influences of others on you and you know when to detach or you, you know how to differentiate. Very important throughout life to, to accumulate the wisdom needed and discernment uh, so that you can, you can discern between your energies, your thoughts, your identity, everything that's part of you, and to differentiate that between the others around you who are going to heavily influence you, consciously or unconsciously, especially you know, if, you're, if you're a sponge and you pick up on so many things. So it's, it's all about coming back to yourself at the end of the day and, and, and doing what you have to do, whether it be like yoga, like, like, like not taking a negative information, like maybe burning some sage, stretching out, doing breath work, um, just, just being in tune with yourself. Like you have to be in tune with yourself a lot and, um, and you have to be around great people, great energies. And if, if you don't have like any kind of security with yourself, you might even find yourself being codependent on other people. Because another thing with... Um, Another thing with, with, with empaths or HSPs is, is like issues with boundaries. Like they, they, they're, they're naturally people pleasers. Like they're naturally very, very gentle, gentle creatures. Like very compassionate, very loving. You know, they're very understanding. A lot of people in this world are ready to take, to take control of that, to take advantage of that at any moment. You have to have the discernment. You already have, you're already picking up on intentions of other people, but you have to discern between your own inner state, theirs, like, is, is it actually what you're picking up on? Is it actually you? Are you projecting? It's, 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 it's a very, it's a very subtle tightrope to walk internally. They like really differentiate between the inner and the outer because it's all, they almost like kind of bleed into each other. You know, like, like CGI mentioned, it's like the inner world and the outer world, even though they're not necessarily different per se, like the empath really feels that. You know, they, they're kind of like merged with their environment, which is why I said nature is, is essential. I'm always on trails. I'm always on trails. I'm always in nature. If, 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 I'm, if I'm home and it's nice out, I'm always trying to be outside as much as possible. Or I'm reading a book or I'm reading something that's, that's um, artistic or, or beautiful or, or touching or moving or philosophical or metaphysical or just something that I'm always growing and I'm not being stagnant. You know, th there's a lot of things that you can do to, to kind of deal with a lot of these heavy feelings and like oftentimes the uh the uh, natural state for an empath like they usually have really refined light energy like they're just like i said they're gentle they're compassionate they're loving um and the world or at least over here in certain many areas is very dense it's very heavy especially in this time of age and so you merge a light being light energetic being you know refined energy and you throw that into the pinball machine of the world it gets pummeled, it gets, it gets smashed against with other people and the energies, this, that, you collide and clash and 
it's it's a, it's a it's a hodgepodge of insanity that you have to come back to 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 yourself like i said you have to be deeply rooted in yourself and whatever that takes you know like and it's it's a long process and it's a long maintain, maintenance a lot of other people don't even think about but in the end it's it's only essential for you because you can only grow in a proper direction in the process but um but yeah just 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 grounding yourself somewhere is an aspect like like nature like or even just like little exercises like just taking your shoes off and your socks off and just being outside and just just chilling in the grass sitting there just walking barefoot and and, and some type of just 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 being more free in an, an organic environment is is so essential to anyone who's sensitive to empathy cuz once you're in nature and 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 you're and you're in that harmonic environment or even a beautiful area like trails or just something that's that, that it's just like you know it's safe you know You'll see like wildlife doing their natural things, or the birds flying, or the deer walking, and it just brings you back home. And even bring, and if you're not if you're not even fully in tune with yourself, and and you need a place to go that you can connect to your deepest roots of who you are, like being alone or being with good company on trails or in nature is 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 the place to go. And it's it's a place to go commonly, mm-hmm. like if you can every week, a couple times a week, or even just getting outside so you can hear the birds, you can see the sky, you can see the expanse. Because that's what our energy is. It's, it's very expansive. It's very refined. It's very harmonic naturally. And um, and if and, and being like I said, being amongst this world and its density can really start to, to really mold you into a person that you don't want to be energetically, and which affects every other area of your life. It's it's such an amazing point. It really is, and it kind of leads into something that I wanted to discuss too when it comes to dealing with being an empath. Like when you're talking about grounding and being outside and barefoot, you know, uh, just layman terms that. Everything you do builds up energy within you. Every ounce of energy you take in from another individual um, will build up inside of you. And when that energy becomes too much, just knowing like the earth is always ready to accept that energy back. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's a great good point. Yeah, so like just being barefoot in nature like that um, is is incredibly um uh, relieving because it just drains that energy through your body you can actively do that it's a process called grounding uh pardon pardon if anybody's hearing the background noise my nephew is very upset that he just got told no so (laughs) he's probably an empath and feels it pretty deeply so (laughs) maybe not he's just two yeah and two-year-olds are two-year-olds um but uh like just 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 that process of allowing and like that really goes into like the very first step that i can come up with with the process of dealing with being an empath is being very mindful and very careful on who you allow to touch you every single time you touch another living thing and that includes human beings animals etc etc um there's an energy transfer and you're going to take on some of their energy as an empath. You're going to be around people and you'll feel their emotions just coming off their aura. If they touch you, you will know exactly how they're feeling. Yeah, that even moves into like sexual contact, like especially because like a lot, if you're, if you're an empath, you can, you can, you can pick up on energies of people and exchange that. So, so, so easily we've said multiple times and like, and, and with, with relationships, like loving relationships or any type of relationships, like the whole sexual act for empaths, can be extremely powerful, extremely transformative, and you don't want to bond with any energy that's very toxic, 
like on that level you will soul bond important. yeah you have to really 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 watch your relationships and like especially since empaths are typically they can typically kind of be codependent with people they love because they just want the best for them and like to the point where they might even self-abandon that's why it's so important to be so like very deeply rooted in yourself at all costs and know yourself and have good discernment because a lot of empaths inadvertently, unfortunately, and I've been the victim of this too, as I know many people have, um, are drawn to narcissists. And on the uh, continuum, there's empathy on one side. On the opposite continuum, there's narcissism. And so empathy, they like to give. They, they're very, they're lo very loving. They're, 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 uh, they're very selfless in many areas. And then there's the narcissists out there who are ready to take, ready to dominate. And, and just completely overtake somebody. So this is, as a lot of people know, like this is a very, very common, common, common like dynamic that occurs out here is like empaths or codependents being drawn to narcissists. So and it's, it's very, very important to protect yourself at all costs. And I would never, ever advertise to anybody unless you feel very safe with them that you're actually empathic and that, and, and like not even, not even should fully advertise your loving inner state. Like, I feel like it's good to present yourself in a more neutral, but maybe, like, um, presentable fashion in the world because it's just with all the scams going on here and with all the people ready to pounce on you or just steal your energy or your soul and things along these lines, especially in today's day and age, like, it's just, I don't, I personally, it's my philosophy to kind of keep, keep your treasures to yourself unless you're very safe with somebody, you know, and that's, that's another way to maintain your inner integrity, to maintain your energy levels, maintain your fact of being true to yourself not getting overwhelmed not getting overtaken by people because the more vulnerable you are to the wrong people the less powerful you're going to become and the less powerful the less power you're going to have um and stopping them overtaking you it's just it's an unfortunate part of life and i don't know why it's like that like i don't know if it's just part of being in the dense dimension but um but yeah it's it's just it's just be very cautious of um, who you tell this stuff to and who you present it to and who you show these things to as well. Yeah, uh, kind of going off what you said there, Mike, um, you know, with being really aware of the type of people you're surrounding yourself around um, and, like, especially when it comes to things like sexual contact because the empath will just draw that energy in and amplify it and really internalize it and you'll soul bond and fall in love with somebody so so quickly i i kind of feel and i can only speak for myself you know i can't speak for everybody else but i feel like as an empath when you have sexual contact with an individual um it, it can never ever be just sex it's never just hey this is something fun the whole concept of the one night stand is I guess an empath could do it, but yeah, you're going to on the risk. Yeah. It's, but it's going to be emotionally damaging in the morning. Cause then if that person wasn't like-minded in that situation, they're just like, well, it was just a one night say, they don't want to talk to you anymore. And you're saying, like, why don't they want to talk to me? We just had this intimate moment. Like they don't even want to be my friend. Like what's going on? You know, it's, and then it comes back to like what I said, you have to be very, very careful of who you allow to touch you. And there, it can it can be hard sometimes, you know, where like I really want to touch this person, but it's maybe not a good idea, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's interesting because, like, you know, I know, um, I know touch was always a very 
um sensitive thing for you like I, I know that you're not really the biggest fan of people touching you and you're like and like even even with certain like friends right like it has to be like you will flat out refuse to allow people to touch me yeah so it's interesting because i'm i'm not necessarily like that like i'm i love physical touch a lot but it really has to be like with, with like the right like it never really bothered me like especially if someone's me like it's a good friend or like whatever i'm, I'm down to hug anybody i whatever you know like i'm down to but at the same time it's um yeah like I, I'm, I'm just sensitive to the energy exchange and the lingering effects of, of other people's like energies and stuff like that so like that it's 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 definitely part of the, it's definitely part of it and um i'm not uh my, my thing is so is like it's not i'm just not a completely selfless person um, I'm very in tune with my own emotional states. I'm very in tune with my own personal energy and I'm also very in tune with what can throw that off. So like if I've got myself in like a level place where like, I'm not necessarily like overly joyed happy, but maybe I'm content, you know, I'm not stressing too much. My anxiety's at a low, you know, um, I'm very, very choosy about whose energy I'm going to allow to come into me because it, I'm kind of selfish with my emotional state in that aspect where I'm, I'm very much so about self-care because I can't be there for the people I love and care about if I'm in a poor emotional state and like when I do get into a poor emotional state it can last 10 minutes it can last 10 days you know and I can't be completely where I need to be for those people. So to be very careful, like, and like I've had, I've had some strange like situations where people don't really understand some things. And I've had situations where there were parts of it that like were morally and just in general upsetting for me. Like, um, I was out, me and my girlfriend hadn't been very long, dating very long, a couple of months. We were out with some of her friends and we were getting ready to go and her friend's girlfriend uh, wanted to give me a hug and I said no. And I started backing up and she said she didn't understand where I was coming from with that. She thought I just didn't want to hug because I had a girlfriend and she was standing there and I would be weird but that wasn't it. And she was like well you're getting a hug and she hugged me forcefully. You know as a man that never would have flown for me. Right? in society it would have been like she said no don't touch her like it but those rules didn't apply for me in that scenario which really messed up my emotional state i was annoyed for days about that situation and i don't dislike the person it's just there's different social standards and um that situation annoyed me because like i didn't want this person to touch i had nothing to do with her personally she's cool i liked her i just didn't want her touching me you know I have to really, really know you for me to consent to you, you know, beyond a handshake. Like, I'm not going to just hug people. I am a hugger, but I'm not a hugger for everybody. Yeah, no. You know. Definitely not. And, like, I get, I get overwhelmed with people's energy easily. And, like, being an empath is a blessing and a curse. Like, you know, you have to really deal with yourself before you can deal with other people, right? So, like, when you're feeling another person's energy, another just another story, I'm with my girlfriend. She's in a poor state of mind. Something was bothering her. Um, I could tell. Asked, you okay? She gave me that. No, I'm fine. You know, but as an empath, you can tell. So, as an empath also, you will very desperately want to help this person. 
because you can feel what they're feeling and, and you don't want them to feel that way. You care about them. But you have to be aware of how far you can help a person. Sometimes you just really need to let go. So in that instance, I said, okay, well, listen, I know you're not okay. I can feel that you're not okay. Does it have anything to do with you and I? She said, no, no problem. Stop prying and just sat there and was just, I was just there with her. You know, you can talk about, if you want to talk about, I'm here but I'm not going to pry it out of you. That is difficult for an empath to do because instinctually we want to pry it out of you. Are you okay? Let me help you. I'm here. Let me help you. There's like a giant elephant in the room, you know, and you can't, it just, it can't be spoken about. Yeah. You, know? you gotta, you gotta <laughs> teach yourself. So where are the elephant? It's like right there. You gotta, you gotta learn how to ignore <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, and, and sometimes that's hard. And then you like, you get that energy buildup again. So like, Really, do, do you want to talk about a little bit about like some first steps on dealing with that energy buildup? Because you kind of touched on them a little bit with grounding. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of things like, you know, like I, I mentioned, you know, like if, if I'm in public and I, I'm always conscious of my breath, like, like as much as possible, like how, how is my breathing? Is it shallow? Is it deeper? How long are my inhales? How long is my exhales? So like, and there's certain, ex there's certain um, exercises I'll do. Like say like if, if you're breathing in longer with your inhale and shorter exhale, you're gonna be activating sympathetic, which will make you easy like a lot more pro, um, which will make you which will make you a lot more vulner vulnerable to like fight or flight um, states. At the same time, if you if you're if you're inhaling like shorter breaths and and exhaling longer breaths, then it's um, gonna activate your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest. Um, Especially if you're doing it more frequently, and it's it's all be, about being more aware. Um, James Nestor in his uh, book Breath had spoken about like even our common breathing patterns should be around like six second inhales, six second six second exhales, and like longer drawn breaths. Like a lot of our culture is like so uptight, anxious, um, so fast paced that like we forget about our breath, and it's very shallow. That creates a lot of anxiety states naturally without all these sensitivities and stuff like that. So something I do often is I'm very I'm always conscious of my breath. And I'm, I, even a visualization when I'm out in public, like you can visualize like a, a glass wall around you, a bubble, you, you, and, or at least focus more on being embodied in yourself. Because a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll be around so many people and all these energies are tugging and pulling on you. You can almost like self-abandon your own aura and like kind of enter theirs. And you can feel it so, so intensely. So it's all about like creating that, 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 that almost like that sacred temple within you that's, that's solid or as solid as possible. So you can deal with like the, the, the weatherings of the world and other people. So like, at least for me, like, and, and even like, and a really good exercise for me is, um, just in general, like just when I'm inhaling, you inhale normally. And then you just like kind of take one last sip of air, like, um, and then exhaling long, you know, um, or even two last sips of air, like really quick. Um, and then exhaling long, uh, Andrew, Andrew Huberman, he speaks a lot about a lot of great breathing exercises and it's all about maintaining your center in a sense so you have to be centered in yourself grounded in yourself as much as possible like when, when you're going to places like you might even have to like anticipate what you're going to experience and 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 um maneuver around that accordingly whatever you have to do and like even meditation like a consistent meditation or mindfulness act uh practice can really help center yourself a lot more often and, and kind of bring yourself back to yourself when dealing with these energies. I'm super glad you brought that up because that's actually how I deal with it, with the breathing exercises. Yeah. Um, 
that's the very first like anytime an emotion an undesired emotional state starts coming up especially if it's being fueled by the energies of another person um i too do breathing exercises uh not necessarily the way you do it i actually utilize the first breathing exercise in josephine mccarthy's quarius system where you're breathing in you visualize breathing in white smoke and you visualize exhaling black smoke where you're breathing in the good and letting the negative leave you. Um, that's where I start. And if I'm really having a tough time, I'll do that exercise while also barefoot, you know, on the ground outdoors. When I can do that. I'm, I'm a dad. I have a five-year-old. A lot of times I don't really have time to go out and do that. But, uh, you know, that, that particular breathing exercise works really, really well for it. Because it gives me something to picture. And something to focus on as well as controlling my breath um, and allows me to work off that negativity or at least get control of it right you can't always just shake an emotion sometimes you just kind of have to let it run its course but you can you can control your own actions and not allow the emotion to over control you and that's kind of like what we touched on in the previous episode with the ego where that ego is telling you, I feel this, I need to react. And you, as you, need to be like, well, you need to go sit down. Um, I got this. I can control this. I don't, I don't need you telling me how to. I understand how we're feeling today. But I can handle it. I don't need you telling me what to do. And honestly, I mean, it comes, it comes in, uh, in handy. Because, you know, also as empaths, when we experience trauma, we experience trauma. And certain things will, I really don't like this term, but I can't think of anything better because I feel like there's like, psychic ripples, really like <laughs> terrible connotation, triggering people have triggers. I just feel like that has like that woke culture sort of connotation to it where people just feel entitled to stuff, you know, and I don't want to use it in that context. But like when you experience a scenario that you're your ego can relate to a traumatic event, it'll immediately begin to react and make you feel intense emotion. You know, and sometimes even visual or, or audio uh, hallucinations can happen depending on how intense you're reliving that PTSD moment. You know, and in that moment, you really, even if you react poorly in that moment, you need to take, you need to realize what it is. And also as an empath, Become very comfortable with apologizing when you need to. You know, a lot of people struggle with that. Like, hey, I reacted poorly and I'm sorry. You know, and like genuinely mean it. Because you're not always going to... Not everybody has complete control over their reactions and their feelings. But like, being comfortable with admitting, you know, I reacted poorly in that scenario and you didn't deserve that. Or being able to explain to another person, listen... My reaction in that scenario was not your fault. There's a thing that happened to me in the past. And unintentionally, I projected that onto you because of this scenario that I'm in. You didn't deserve that. And I'm sorry, because as an empath, we are going to experience that scenario fairly frequently. Um, and we have to be very, very aware of that when those emotions come up in that scenario because 
like you said, we absorb those energies as much as we do. We really don't need to project those energies onto other people, which is a natural instinct. It's the ego trying to protect, protect itself. It wants to protect itself. It wants to protect you. And like, especially in scenarios where like you've been cheated on, you will have inherent distrust of other people, whether they deserve it or not. And you can't actually know if they deserve it or not, but your ego wants to protect itself. Like I've been in this scenario before and I know what happens. So this is what I'm going to do. And you can't do that. You have to make the active choice. I'm going to trust this person. They've done nothing to me to deserve not being trusted. I will trust them. And at first it kind of eats you up a little bit. You get knots in your stomach, you know, you get stressed, you feel the anxiety. Um, but then as you progress through that and you get used to making those active choices that go against your current emotional state to control yourself, you begin acclimating to that and it doesn't hurt as much anymore. You'll have a very, it's almost like if any of you listening have ever quit smoking to this day, I haven't smoked a cigarette in seven years to this day. If I see someone smoking a cigarette, I will nick fit. But it's not like when I was actively smoking, where like if I nick fit, I was nick fitting and I needed it. <laughs> now it's like if I nick fit, it's like three or four seconds and it's gone. Yeah, I'm the same way. I used to smoke too, so I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost kind of like your mirror neurons are so much more sensitive to their actions. So you can almost kind of feel the hit, mm -hmm. taste it, this, that, all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really easy for your nervous system to experience trauma and when your nervous system experiences that trauma it never fully heals and you need to be aware of that your nervous system once it's shot it's shot you need to learn how to work with it the way it is and it'll heal to a degree but it will never be a hundred percent 85 percent some days it'll be 80 maybe 90 if you're having a real good week but it's never a hundred percent again and you just really need to be aware of that like Here's a scenario I'm in. I know that I've experienced a scenario similar to this in the past. My nervous system and my ego are now doing what it knows happens in this scenario, but that doesn't mean that that's what's going on. I need to breathe, hit my breathing exercise, relax, maybe do some grounding, address the scenario, really figure out what's going on, because most of the time, scenarios are not repeating themselves. Because if we look, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever heard I would absolutely love to say that I came up with this. I didn't. I was taught this. Um, but people, people as a whole, most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, aren't out here deliberately doing things to damage you as a person. They're making choices because they're trying to make themselves happy, right? Like when you're, when you see something and you're making a choice, are you really making it like, I want to hurt this person or are you making a choice like, well, I'm going to do this because I'm going to enjoy it, you know? So really realizing that people, it, hurting you isn't necessarily their objective. You're kind of like, um, what, what's the word for that? Collateral damage. You know, you're sort of collateral damage. It helps dealing with that scenario a little easier. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't like whatever happened. It doesn't make it okay. But 
realizing that they really probably weren't out there doing something deliberately with the effort to hurt you can kind of help getting your emotional state back together a little bit easier like all right they didn't want to hurt me they did i'm 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 feeling this like they hurt me but it wasn't what they were trying to do so i can approach them hey i know you didn't mean this but this is how i feel about this situation and i'm feeling this very intensely right now and i can feel your energy and you're going to feel their energy the minute you start addressing that you're going to feel their energy they're going to tense up and get ready for a combative situation because that's our natural instinct as human especially in society today you know kind of bre uh, branching onto the theme of like in an insensitive world people are very self-centered they're going to like oh my god this person's addressing me this is about to be a fight you're going to feel that but do your best to not respond to that feeling hey this this is what happened and this is how it made me feel i know you didn't mean it that way and i know that wasn't your intention but this is what happened you know and that's a good way of really dealing with some emotional overload caused through just being an empath because we are going to experience emotional overload on a near constant basis it's interesting you bring up the whole trauma thing because like even empathy can be a byproduct of experiencing trauma like you can be like i, th I think initially i was born like quote-unquote highly sensitive you know, even looking back i was always like maybe, maybe i had a little bit of both but, like oftentimes people who are like who have you know what we're calling today cptsd or whatever i'm just i'm using a label like, i always do you guys know this um to kind of point to an idea like if your nervous system's dysregulated you've been around like a lot of chaos when you're younger and you're you're a child and your parents aren't, you know, they're very uh, warlike <laughs> or um, loud or um, insensitive um, or just even abusive. You know, um, you're constantly around that and you're dependent on these people, but at the same time, you don't feel safe. So your nervous system like acclimates to like a, a kind of a similar warlike environment. And throughout time, you have to constantly tune in your parents' energies, like how are they feeling? They're probably fluctuating between like anger, joy, sadness, this, that, taking it out on you, taking it out on each other. Your parents might be fighting this, that, and you constantly, your nervous system, your, your, your neuroception, as they call it, is constantly like tuned in to their nervous systems and you're dependent on them for your survival. So you're always tuned in to how are they feeling? You're always wondering how are they feeling? Whereas like a normal, healthy, loving family, like it's just expected. You're in a safe environment and you can come home and express anything and you're fine. Your parents aren't going to be warring. You're not going to be screamed at. You're not going to be treated horribly all the time. You're not going to be, you know, like, especially if you're sensitive to all that, you know, like you just naturally become very empathic, quote unquote empath, you know, and that that's, so I'm sure there's a lot of people who are naturally born that way who fall under this category. I'm, I'm positive, but at the same time, like it's interesting how even traumas, and people from 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 young from 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 youth and create empaths you know like um it was very common for people to think it was a special thing to be an empath or like it's like some special characteristic but at the same time like you know this it's just a, almost like a byproduct of unfortunate of, of of unfortunate circumstances um which you know even shows itself in being a double-edged sword you know because other people's energies really do affect you on such a deep level so, um, yeah, it's, it's just about, it's about, and, and like e even conflict, you know, we were kind of touching on that. Like it's getting used to like dealing with conflict. Like a lot of empaths don't want to deal with conflict with other people. They hate it. It drains them. They obsess about it. You know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, I mean, like me, I've had to get used to dealing with conflict. 
know, I've had to get used to being selfish. I've had to get used to only helping certain people. Like now, I'm very selfish with my time. I'm very selfish with, with my resources. I'm very selfish with, with everything. I'm, I'm very selfish with who I help out. I only help out a few people who are worthy. Because the entire world, I was always wanting and grabbing. And our natural instinct is to, is to give and give and give. And if you're not full on the inside, if you're not selfish with your own time, if you're not selfish with maintaining your, 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 your diet, your sleep, your health, your spirit, your energy, you're, 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 not, you're not selfish with like all these things to fulfill your own inner needs and like ground yourself and be rooted in yourself. As you know, we're, we're touching a lot of things spoken about, but it's, if, if you don't have all these things together, then you're going to be constantly, constantly drained and empty. And the product you're giving other people is almost like disingenuous or like you, you feel like you feel like you have to do it or like then you, be, then you get controlled by the forces of the world and you lose yourself and you self-abandon. And these are all just such common things that empaths deal with. So it's unfortunate that we're not living in this like heaven like reality where we can we can fully express our true nature at every every corner of, of, of the earth and every time. It's very unfortunate, you know, at the same time, like, you know, you do. You do real. You, you do come into your own. You know, throughout time, I've become a lot more independent. I've become a lot more. Um, it's just this. It's a good selfish. You know, it's like a like the the world is constantly trying to take something from you, and people will always try to take something from you. Not always, but a lot of people will. And um, especially like in this recession now, and like this inflation, all these things. Like, you just have to be rooted in yourself at all times. I know I've I've, I've stressed this, but it's just it's so important. And, my nervous system is so dysregulated, so like, I'm con even during this podcast, I'm doing breathing exercises as we're talking. Like, I'm constantly like tuned into myself, my emotions. Like, like even how CJ's energy is affecting me right now. Like, it's you. You have to constantly be aware of of, of just like of, of maintaining your inner state. And it takes a long time, and you're never completely solid. You could be more deeply rooted in yourself, but if you like. It's also good not to get hard on yourself. Like, don't, don't, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, like, I know it's really hard not to. I'm hard on myself all the time, so I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> but it's just something to be conscious of. Is that, like, it's, it's very easy in this perfectionistic, ideal world that everyone expects out of everybody now. To, like, be hard on yourself for, for cracking or, like, shutting down or being overwhelmed emotionally or even feeling. Like, this world's so afraid to feel. And, and they, they even force it out of men. We're so imbalanced and everyone's energy is so imbalanced, but we're so much more tuned into that stuff. And so like, we just have to be the master of our own arena. We have to be the king to our own kingdom as much as possible and watch and be aware of all things entering that kingdom, all things entering that garden, constantly maintaining the weeds inside. Like what, 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 like what, what are things you're not taking inventory of? Like what, what, what things have affected you? What things need to be expressed? What haven't you said to certain people? What things are you afraid to say to certain people? You know, like it's, it all goes together. You have to be, it's, it's, it's a path of becoming more independent and becoming deeply rooted in yourself authentic, authentically. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, there's so many things. And like, at the same time, like, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's a blessing because if you use it properly, not only, not only do you, not only are you so aware of all these subtle layers of existence, but you can find ways to express it and, and align with people who are truly good for you and use it as a tool of an intuition. You could create a, such a loving, greater life for yourself compared to other people who have no idea of the unconscious intentions of other people who are not tuned into energies, who do not recognize the patterns of other people, such as like charisma might be a, like I'm very ca charismatic a lot of times outside of this, but like a lot of people who are charismatic might be narcissistic, knowing the psychological signs, knowing who, like knowing when your energy is being drained by a psychic vampire, as they would call it. 
You know, like knowing how to replenish that, knowing how to say no, knowing how to create boundaries. Uh, it's just all these things, and they're all essential to being a human being, no matter if you're an empath or not. It's just a lot of people might not even ever acquire these tools or even become artistic, learn how to create, learn how to write, learn how to express, learn how to feel if they weren't an empath. And this world deeply needs people who learn how to feel, who know how to feel, like who know how to connect, like who, who know how to love, who know how to appreciate. And like the empaths are a lot of people, even like, unfortunately through like unfortunate circumstances like we mentioned, they're the ones who are able to do that and who are able to bring some light into the black hole of certain areas of the world. It's just like I said, it has to be done with proper discernment and you always have to retreat back into your, your kingdom. Like whether it be like, it's good to have a sacred space for yourself in your own house. Like is your, is your room clean? Is, 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 are things in order? Like what are you putting in your body? What are you reading? Like it's, it's just like, all, you, you have to be almost like pure in like what you do and you have to constantly be growing. And so these are the things that help me out a lot. And it's also just like finding safe friends. If you don't have a safe friend, especially as a male, who you can cry in front of, who you can express your feelings to, and they can do back, who like genuinely know themselves. And you'll notice, you'll have friends in your life who come and go. And then, and then like you'll see them and it, it, there'll be nothing there. It's like they're different. But then there's friends who you'll, you'll encounter off and on throughout your life who you've known. And you can come back to them anytime and it's like you've never left. Because you both are deeply rooted in yourself. You both know each other. You both know them yourself. And um, I think the empath has the, has, the, um, has the advantage and that a lot of them can come to the self-realization, self-actualization a lot faster than people who are being buffeted by the external storms of influences. And we live in an age of so many influences more than ever. And no one knows how to navigate the internet properly or and like adults don't even know like now kids are know how to navigate this new world better than adults so it's just knowing how to navigate your own mind other people's energies knowing how to discern your own internal states your emotions always managing you have to learn management skills time management skills um like what are you doing with your time how is it affecting you and you know like even even writing it out so these are all things that have helped me out personally. And like if, if, if there's certain internal feelings that you feel I need to express, then I'll express it through writing, I'll express it through art, I'll express it through journaling. I'm very heavy into working out and martial arts and things like that. Anything that's very, very physical helps get out all that anger or anything, or it brings, back, brings, brings that, that willpower and, um, and, and drive out, like that, that inner animal, that primal animal that like society likes to repress out of you. It's very important for an empath to have to help balance out that light. You have to have the animal in you. You have to be a warrior. You have to find your sword. You have to find your strength because oftentimes we become so weak. And in a world that didn't have all these dynamics, we wouldn't have to do have all these compensatory aspects. But these, compens but, but these compensatory aspects all stem from weaknesses that might come from being in an empath. So through our weaknesses, we find other strengths that other people will never even attempt to forge if they didn't have these quote-unquote weaknesses to begin with. So and it's, all about, it's all about learning to have a healthy identity with yourself too, because empaths, their identities might fluctuate really easily based off the turning tides of the world and other people and their own, inco their own inconsistencies. And if they're not, and if they're not like, if they haven't extinguished those things they absorb from the world, then they get so confused in who you are and like where you should go and what decision you should make. And so, like, it's just, it's so many things. And for all you guys out there who are afraid to feel and who are empath, like I said, like, you're not alone. Like, I had to deal with this my whole life, and I deal with it to this day. I think about it all the time. Like, it's, I, I get insecure about it often, but then I, I, I get secure about it too. Like, it's about, 
finding the right people, like, you know, expressing these things too. Like, yeah, you might need more validation more often. It might be hard to self-validate yourself because you're almost like, you're, you're almost like a drop of water in the ocean. You feel the ripples so much more deeper. You feel the waves crashing down all the time. And it's, don't be afraid to cry. Don't be afraid to express. Don't be afraid to feel. We need, we need, to, we need to come to ourselves. And we, need, and we, need, we need a world who isn't afraid to feel, especially for men. And once we start feeling again, and once we start owning our empathy, and not using it to feel special, not using it to feel even, it's either, it's either you get it through trauma or, or wounds, or, or you're naturally like that. And you shouldn't view it as being special, or you shouldn't view it as being a victim. It just is what it is. And like everything in life, there's the yin and yang. So like, it's just learning to hone the inner state, learning to hone that ability, trying your best to utilize it in the proper way. You know, and uh, the world could be a better place for it, but it can only be a better place if you take care of yourself first. That's why it's just good to come back to yourself and root in yourself for the thousandth time. Because if not, then you're going to lose yourself and the world's going to lose your light. And that's the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. And you know what? I'm just sitting here talking. I came to realize both you and I use the concept of selfishness through here. And even when both of us talking about it, it even had like a negative aspect to it. Like you have to be selfish. And really, we're not really talking about being selfish. We're talking about self-care. And there's nothing selfish about self-care. No. Setting boundaries. Empaths have a problem with boundaries. So we, we set them and then we let people violate them repeatedly. And we just we just let it go. And, and well, we try to let it go. We, we outwardly let it go, but we internalize it. And it's a problem. We're really discussing self-care. And, and, and self-care is not selfish. That's really just being aware. Like you as an empath typically want to help other people right so how can you help other people if you can't maintain your own mental state through some self-care there's nothing selfish about self-care and i i kind of want to you know just kind of stay like you know you're it, it really isn't selfish at least in my opinion like you know but if if we want to use the word selfish absolutely be selfish absolutely like don't don't allow the energies that other people give off to you really really to get into you on an internal level like that be a little selfish just like you said mike you know what i'm saying yeah no like that's the thing is i think there's a huge misconception about this term like usually has a negative connotation like if you're selfish you're you're bad or you're you're like a bad person you should be a get at the end of the day you have to be selfish first no matter who you are empath a normal person this and that like you have to be self the issue is there's many ways about being being selfish i'm talking about selfish in a way of taking care of yourself maintaining yourself doing things that are good for yourself so that you're holistic so that you're complete in all areas mind body and soul are you growing in those three areas like i said these three these all these concepts are going to be elaborated much more in the next episode on self-development which is something i'm vastly vastly uh, passionate about and so it's a path i've been on for a long 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 time and and these two like i said go in tandem and it's it's just about being like like selfish is only a negative thing you're doing it for dark reasons like for empaths like w for any human being if you're not growing you're withering you're like no, like no 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 plant survive. I mean, there's a few, I guess. <laughs> but most plants grow in the light. You know, you need, like, everything grows toward a light. Everything grows. Like, every, all things grow. So if you're not growing, you're going to be miserable. And you have to be selfish in order to grow. And as an empath, if you're not growing and, and, and you're dealing with all these things out here and you don't have something sturdy to come back to at the end of the day, in your own space, in your own time, and you're not being healthily selfish, 
as all humans need to be. Because like, if you're not full in yourself, you can't offer genuine love or care to other people. It's going to be coming from lack, or it's going to be coming from a need, or or, or, or for reciprocation or something. You just need to be balanced internally. So without selfishness, without having discernment, and without cutting out certain people, toxic friends, are you hanging out with toxic friends? Well, just be aware of how these things are affecting you and just strive to have a better life for yourself. You, you have to have a lot of sacrifice. You have to sacrifice a lot of foods that are bad for yourself. You have to sacrifice a lot of rituals and a lot of habits you have that are, put, that are bringing you down. You have to sacrifice a lot of toxic friends and you don't have to do any of this stuff. But if you wanna be better, or you wanna handle this, this, this type of ability, these are the things you ha- these are the things I've had to do. I, I am conscious of I, I, I don't have any so I don't have any social media except for things that involve like artistic expression. I try not to hang out with anybody at all unless they're very wonderful, loving, understanding people at their core who are de- who are rooted and authentic. I do not hang out with inauthentic people. I can sense it I can sense it instantly. I do not hang out with people who are constantly I ha- I even have certain friends who are very angry and bitter a lot and and who just don't, and they mean well. Their intentions I know underneath all that they've just been hurt by the world and that's who the, their shadow has overtaken them. And unfortunately for me, I've had to cut a lot of time with them out. I might see them once every once a month. I might see them once every 2 months. I might see them once every 2 weeks. But it, but I have to regulate and be aware of how their energy is going to affect me. And, and and like usually when I'm with them you can feel that lingering density in you, just like corrupting your aura and your mind and your spirit. And you have to do, you have to spend time away from them. And it's unfortunate. So there's a lot of sacrifices. So now, like, and, and everything I eat, I try to have as healthy of a diet as possible. So I exercise as much as I can and I live a balanced life. So I'm growing a mind, body, soul and like mind, body, spirit. And it's, it's just, you, you have to be sturdy and you have to be very like you just have to you have to grow your willpower and you have to grow your discipline or else you're, you're just constantly going to be drained and drained and drained you're never going to get ahead you're, you're just and it's unfortunate so it's and, and like i do a lot of yoga i do a lot, a lot of breath work i i i, I spend a, time, a lot of time alone i'm in nature a lot you know all these things we've talked about and it's just about an entire lifestyle change that you slowly do throughout time and figuring out what works for you Finding some type of mode of expression for your feelings, artistic, anything, anything, talking, healthy, anything. So these are the things I've done. And like meditation, just all these things, like just recapping on a lot of things. And, and um, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work. You have to maintain yourself, your energy a lot more than the average person does. But at the same time, it could be a lot more rewarding because the people you draw on, once you do, once you maintain your power, once you are healthily selfish, once you do, once you are full, and you have a certain amount of inner harmony, and you have depth, of care, of love, of all those things, for the right people who come along, who, who are worthy of experiencing a part of you, which may be few and far in between, but for the few who are deserve to feel those parts of you, and that you are worthy to experience those parts of them, it's, it's unlike anything. And it's, it's something that the world does not experience because we're so disconnected, because people aren't healthily selfish. People are intoxically selfish. And it's just people are disconnected and not, not rooted in themselves. And, and in general, it's just, it's just needed for the greater whole. And as an empath, like CJ said, like we talked about, we experience these things so much more deeper than the average person. But once you come back to yourself and you do all these things we spoke about, you find what works for you. Your entire life will, will transform, and yeah, things are still a burden. The external world will still be heavy and dense. You're going to have to maintain yourself and extract yourself from that all the time. Do what you have to do. 
but you're always going to have your sturdy friends, you're the right people, and you're always going to come back to yourself. And at the end of the day, if you don't have loving relationships with other people, or you don't, you don't have any, any, any deep connections with people, meaningful connections, then you might have to sacrifice a lot of friends, a lot of time, a lot of family members. You might have to sacrifice from all that. It's, it's going to take a growing pain. It's going to take a lot of suffering to get rid of all these toxic habits and come to terms with these things. But like once you do and you start to grow your, your base of, 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 of loving, healthy friends, and even hopefully family, even just having one person that you align with on this deep level means the entire world compared to being inauthentic in yourself and succumbing to the, the energies of the world and having a multiplicity of quote-unquote friends who are ready to leave and, 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 and strangle your, your ability at, at any, any turn in the corner. So it's just, it's all, it's all worth it. And that's, that's what holds me fastened to the idea that, you know, there is a lot of positives to being an empath because I'm always, I'm always insecure about it sometimes. And it's very hard to deal with it. And it is overwhelming. And I do overall, oftentimes wish I was not dealing with this, but when you really sit down and you think about it, like it really, once you're tuned into it, it helps direct your life to a much higher state of existence even to a much natural state of, state of existence that I probably would never have came to otherwise. So it's just something to think about. Just you know, all I really have for that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, and honestly, for me, it's a lot of the same stuff. Um, breathing exercises, meditation, I too do martial arts. Um, a little different. Uh, I do a lot of cooking and kitchen magic. Um, yeah, cooking too. No, I do a lot. That, I that, cook every day. It helps a lot. Important. It's a, yeah, such a healthy form of control. Um, self-care and honestly uh, if anybody's like nervous or unsure of how they can begin a path of self-care or how they should go about that i really 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 recommend a podcast called the bird brain podcast by isaiah frizzell it is absolutely amazing it's helped me in so many aspects of my life and really realizing that there are aspects of self-care that are going to be very difficult but are necessary um, and he even offers um, mental health coching as like a side business. And I, and if you really, if you really need some help with that, I would recommend him. I really, truly would. He's a, he's a fantastic individual. He's actually been on the show before. Um, so friend of the show, longtime podcasting friend of mine, wonderful guy. And his show is top tier quality. Definitely will help you get into being comfortable with self care. Cause self care can be very uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, that's just my recommendation if you really need something that's going to easily let you fall into that. And uh, it's just kind of the last thing that I really want to touch on because this wouldn't be Mystery Stone Podcast if we didn't touch on metaphysics. Um, having all these different energies in you when you're a magic user, metaphysicist, metaphysicist, because uh, I can talk, <laughs> and, uh, you know, anybody practicing uh, any, any form of esoteric art, um, a lot of the times, your workings, your rituals, your ceremonies, your low magic spell work, whatever it is you're doing is affected by the energy you put out. You're manifesting, so your your energy is going out there. And if you're allowing your energy to be tainted by the toxicity of other people and you're noticing that inside of your spell work, it's just not working or maybe it's not working the way you wanted it to, 
a lot of times if you're an empath and you're working within the esoteric it's it's these extra energies that are really affecting what you're doing like you're you're trying to manifest some sort of happiness but you've experienced a ton of anger you're releasing that anger into this happiness manifestation and it's going to mess it up for you so really if you're if you're into into magic and and the manifestation process really getting in tune with being an empath and how to work with that and maintaining your energies and releasing things self-care it's going to be extremely important because if you want these processes to work for you you really need to be in tune with the energy that not only you're putting out but what you're taking in yeah and the other side of that too which is a great point the other side of that too is even if you're not highly empathetic or even highly sensitive just maybe by nature or through life circumstances engaging in the practices of magic itself throughout time just generally makes you more sensitive more empathetic because you're tuning in the subtle energies subtle subtle um, um, subtler realities you're dealing with a lot of different types of like things that are like hidden you know be the the dense surface of reality and so like just just naturally you start to tune in to like really subtle layers of, of reality and that just in, in tune makes you more tuned into other people's intentions energies etc etc so that's the other side of it too. So yeah, in the practice of magic, it's just it's just very essential to either be prepared to become more sensitive or empathetic, or be prepared to start to maintain yourself a lot more so that your magic isn't tainted, or just your entire energy system doesn't become corrupted or or loses its harmonic pattern. So yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, just just to start out, like if you're going to be doing your esoteric practices and your magic, um, every single time you're going to do something, first. Meditate 15 minutes to half an hour. Get out there. Ground yourself. Do your breathing exercises. And then, maybe even a little aromatherapy. Get some lavender going. Echinacea, whatever it is you need. Frankincense is a good one. Um, yep. I love, that's actually one of my favorites. Frankincense me, yeah, me too. Frankincense is really, really good. Um, go with frankincense. Uh, especially if, if you're not used to this. Do those processes first. Get your energies right. And then do your workings and just see how much better those manifestations go for yourself yeah and this is all why like in every initiation paths you know since it kind of since we're kind of going this direction and it's hand in hand like this is this is another reason um why you know this i've spoken about you know like um you know practicing these things makes you more sensitive or else you have to be tuned in more to it this is why like every initiation path starts off with mind control or energy control through meditation like initiation hermetics which i'm currently doing now switched over from Korea. um as and many as in like same same thing with every other initiation path i've looked into or, or, or started they all start with meditations and basic rituals to ground you to get your energies in harmony uh, to, 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 for, for more self-awareness for more understanding of your internal states to control the mind better and this, this, and this is just general, generally good for everybody. But this is also in the area of magic while you're doing these things. You're eventually balancing your inner elements so you're not buffeted by the world and, or you're not so reactive and you're more, more in balance. So when you deal with the higher things in these paths, they don't completely destroy or override you. And this is just kind of like, that's kind of like a, a more microcosmic version of like feeling as an impact in the everyday world, the entities of the world, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's just a little kind of a parallel there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just foundational. So, yeah. But yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, besides from this topic. Yeah. Besides that, I think that's, that's pretty much, uh, what I have. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say like, finally to, to everybody, like who, who is, uh, 
who is an empath. Um, you're definitely not alone. This is something that I have struggled with my entire life and something I've come to terms with in many areas personally. And it's, it's, it's just something I've had to maintain consciously every single day. But, um, but you're definitely not alone. And hopefully the things, if you have not heard what we had said today, helps to elaborate or enlighten you on some of the things that you could do to help yourself. Um, if you are alignment with these, with these attributes, and um, don't be afraid to feel. And if you're a guy, do not be afraid to feel. If anything, delve into them deeper. Come deeper in yourself. Just become more holistic and just don't be afraid. Don't have to be afraid. The world is very scary. The energies of the world can be very scary. And uh, experiencing all these things, even alone with no one who understands you, can be very scary. But yeah, I just assure you <laughs> that yeah, I totally, even, even though you don't know who I am or CJ, we totally understand what it's like. And it could be very, very, very overwhelming. Even the idea of having to go to work today after this. I'm, I'm preparing. You know, it's, you know, there's going to be around a lot of people, a lot of energies. And it's just a part of life. And it just is what it is. And you can just make it your art. So, yeah, any questions or anything about any of this stuff or someone to relate to, you know, I'm always here. You know, you can always reach out. My personal Instagram, um, the.omniscient.void. Um, it's, there's a little sun logo there, blue and yellow, but yeah, <laughs> always putting that out there because, um, whenever I have the time, you know, it's, you know, like I'm a general, like I said, like we like to help people, like uh, empaths like to help people. Um, but you know, only when, you know, and like time is hard to find, but if, if people ever need someone to relate to or any suggestions or, um, any just, just they need, you need to express something about it or no one else does. You know, um, we're always here. I'm always here. Uh, yeah, so um, or just any other questions in general or any suggestions? Um, yeah, mystery.stone.podcast on Instagram on my end and the.omniscient.void for my personal page, at least on my end. And then uh, if you just want to email us in general, mystery.stone.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're getting better at checking the email. We're not the best at it, so it might take a couple of days, but. Uh, as we're getting more active with the show, um, we are checking that more frequently. We're actually beginning to line up or attempt to line up some guests. And we actually we're pretty hopeful to get some pretty cool ones in the future for you guys um, and all you other listeners out there. So that's something to look forward to. We've got a lot of stuff we're working on, a lot of projects all oriented around the show. We're hoping to really bring you guys some pretty serious content and some some real things we really hope uh, to benefit your lives and you know we're always super grateful to have all you listeners and everybody who reaches out and everybody who supports us and listens to us regularly you know you know not even not even just telling us like you know in detail how much you love us just like we we like post up hey we got a new episode and you're like man i can't wait that means the world to us like thank you so much like you know, that's such an ego booster right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the most humble way. It's just really cool to like, even if one person's listening and reaching out, just inter it's like, it's like, it's just for me, it's like the connection interaction with people. And if people generally get something from it or we get something from them, it's just an awesome exchange. And um, I'm just happy to be a part of doing something even on a small scale and even never gets big. It's still a nice mode of, of expression. And um, yeah, it helps out an empath too, to be expressive and uh, provide um, something of use for the world. So, and also functions that, there's a, a good benefit for that too. So yeah, just 
Really appreciate it, guys, as you always hear from us. Very appreciative, and um, yeah, continue reaching out if you feel the need. Yeah, and just one more time, big thank you and shout out to Paula J for requesting this episode. This was honestly an absolutely amazing topic, and we we're both extremely excited to talk about it. So thank you so much. All right, take care, guys. That's a big.